You are listening in to Morning Cannabis. I am your host, Yessie J. Links to all articles can be found on morningcannabis.org. In business news, the Tree Lounge at Northern Lights, a smaller scale music festival that runs this Friday through Sunday up by the Mendocino-Humboldt County line, will partner with cannabis compliance experts Highland Events to unveil the first ever on-site dispensary at an event of this nature. Under the framework that AB 2020 provided, California cities and counties may not issue temporary cannabis permits for special events. So far, the only two jurisdictions that have jumped at this are San Francisco and unincorporated Humboldt County. Cannabis companies that will be there include Cookies, Flo Canna, The Green Door, Lagunitas Brewing, and Absolute Extracts beer-like cannabis-infused beverage, Hi-Fi Hops. Chicago-based Grassroots Cannabis is being acquired by Curaleaf for $875 million in cash and stock. The acquisition will give Curaleaf a presence in Illinois, where the cannabis market will expand dramatically when recreational marijuana use becomes legal January 1st. As the sixth largest state, Illinois is one of the biggest potential recreational use markets along with Curaleaf's home state of Massachusetts. But the Illinois recreational use legislation favors existing operators who get first shot at cultivation and dispensary licenses. Harvest One Cannabis Incorporated announced Wednesday it entered into a supply agreement with Gen Canna Global USA through its subsidiary, Satifarm LTD. Gen Canna is an agriculture technology company focused on the production of hemp-derived CBD. Upon agreement, Gen Canna is supposed to supply Harvest One with GMP-certified CBD oil and finished products for distribution in regulated markets across the globe in the next two years. Furthermore, Gen Canna will help with Harvest One's research and production of the current and new CBD-infused products. In federal and states news, in one of the clearest signs of marijuana reform's growing momentum on Capitol Hill, a Republican-controlled Senate committee has scheduled a hearing for next week that will examine cannabis businesses' lack of access to banking services. The move comes from increased pressure with 50 state banking associations, the National Association of State Treasurers, the top financial regulators of 25 states, a majority of state attorneys general, and bipartisan governors of 20 states, all endorsing the legislation, the Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act, also known as SAFE Banking Act, and calling on Congress to act on it. The nation's first Master of Business Administration degree is now available via the University of Sciences in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The institution is partnering with Denver, Colorado-based Franklin Biosciences to help develop the program. Franklin operates beyond slash hello medical cannabis dispensaries in Pennsylvania. U.S. Sciences will offer four classes online, including Introduction to the Medical Cannabis Industry, Finance and Regulation of the Cannabis Industry, Cannabis Marketing and Sales, and a course wherein a team of students will create a project, write a business plan, or develop a product. Each two-credit course costs about $2,000 and registration has already started. The Utah Department of Agriculture and Food, which is in the process of crafting rules for the state's emerging medical marijuana program, 
concluded that residency restrictions could run afoul of federal law, an agency spokesman said. The Agriculture Department held a public hearing Wednesday on the latest draft of its cannabis cultivation rules. Tom Paskett, an executive director of the Utah Cannabis Association, said local farmers were in favor of a rule that guaranteed cannabis cultivation licenses would go to businesses located inside the state. Quote, but I think that at the end of the day, most people realized that it wasn't something that was going to stand up as policy. It was just a quagmire that the state was trying to avoid. End quote. 81 businesses have applied for one of 10 cannabis growing licenses, and the state is currently evaluating the submissions. The City of West Hollywood made a landmark decision Tuesday when it approved a space within its city limits for what's billed as a first-of-its-kind cannabis cafe. Lowell Farms promises cannabis cuisine and a smoking area too. However, it's an open-air restaurant. To gain resounding unanimous approval from the City of West Hollywood, Lowell Farms promised an air filtration system like the one used in casinos. While the approval is historic, and many believe the move by the progressive city is only the start, the cannabis consumption area licenses are only good for a year. The restaurant will be alcohol-free since state law prohibits the consumption of cannabis and alcohol on the same site. Michigan approved recreational use of marijuana in November 2018. Ann Arbor Senator Jeff Irwin sponsored a bill to automatically expunge misdemeanor cannabis crimes. Roughly 235,000 people in Michigan have a criminal record according to data from the Michigan State Police. Irwin said getting a misdemeanor wiped from the record could help some people lead a more successful life. In a letter from Florida State Attorney Bruce Colton, law enforcement agencies in Martin County were told the sight or smell of marijuana can no longer be used as probable cause to search someone's property for marijuana. Hemp was removed from the controlled substances list in the state of Florida, making it legal. Law enforcement cannot tell if a plant is marijuana or hemp just by the odor or appearance. As far as prosecuting cannabis offenses, the state will need to prove that the substance at issue has a THC concentration of greater than 0.3% on a dry weight basis. In international news, Aurora Dutchland is on the brink of landing a government contract to supply medical cannabis to the Italian government after the other three firms left in the running were eliminated over paperwork errors. A note issued by the Italian Ministry of Defense on Monday, July 15th, said Tilray Portugal Canopy Growth Germany and Medical Organic Cannabis Australia failed to meet compliance criteria within the tight timeframe. After a one-week assessment period, Aurora Dutchland, the German subsidiary of Alberta-based Aurora Cannabis, was the sole applicant to make it through the final bid assessment phase. The Food Safety Authority of Ireland, also known as FSAI, has recalled 10 milliliter bottles of extra-strong Euphoria full-spectrum oil, which has been imported from the Netherlands and has a best-before date of 31st of August 2020 after finding it contains tetrahydrocannabinol, otherwise known as THC. In culture news, Andrew Hemingway, CEO of Toasted Collective, was a guest writer for Green Entrepreneur. His digital marketing piece titled, How Cannabis Brands Can Harness the Power of Digital Marketing, focused on out-of-home marketing, also referred to as OOH marketing, 
He mentions that at a time when competition is fierce and marketing options are still rigid, every cannabis brand should be using OOH advertising to make use of its creativity, context, and relevance. The mobile phone is one of the most powerful portals to reach the consumer directly, particularly at a time of intensive regulatory pressure. SMS services that allow you to push content to your target customers directly, and this direct engagement cultivates personal connection, builds trust, and most importantly, keeps people engaged with your brand. The link to this piece, as well as all other articles, can be found on morningcannabis.org. Thank you for listening in. This has been your dose of Morning Cannabis. Morning Cannabis.